Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week I'm joined here by Dwayne. Sebastian, what's going on? It's a windy, windy Friday. Windy Friday, rainy, it's weird weather. It's starting to get uh, cold again, uh, which to me, this is my favorite time of the year. So I, I love the fact that it's cold. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but we've had a really, really somewhat busy week. We've got another busy week ahead of us before we, before we start winding down for the, for the fall season. Um, everyone's starting to wrap up their league games. So I know, I know I have one of my last two league games with one of my teams and my second and last league game with another team. And then we get ready to go to North Carolina with the O3 girls. But before that, we go to Bethesda with a couple of teams. A couple of our teams are going to Cecil. So we are, uh, we are rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. We're winding down. I think this is my last weekend away. And then I've got home games, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Because all my games were away in September when it was nice. So it's good to be back at Middletown Village. I think next weekend, both games. Don't have to really travel far. Yeah, that's good. Wind this season down. And then, yeah, like you said, we're going to go to Cecil and uh, Southampton Cup in December. That's right. Bring that one's gonna be, that one's gonna yeah, we're gonna have to bring out the parkas for that one. And then um what's exciting is that you know this is the last week of rec, your last official game weekend of rec before we then kick off for the uh the three v three tournament. Three v three tournament, yep. Got some got some fantastic fun. You know, got some cool team names out there. Uh some people I am I am cheering. I am cheering. I got two favorites already. I have no idea who they I have no idea who's on the team. I have no idea who the coaches are, but based on name alone, uh big shout out or let's I mean uh, my I'm putting I'm I'm going I'm getting behind two teams. Uh two U twelve girls teams, one's AFC Richmond. Uh so if any of you out there watch Ted Lasso, that's where that's from. Uh, so I'm excited that somebody somebody's watching Ted Lasso and, and putting that out there. And then the other one was the Delaware Union Chicken Nuggets, which uh, was also a very exciting name. Uh, so I think, you know, from now on, I think, uh, you know, we talk about PRCL teams. I think we're going to have a chicken nugget team next year. We're bringing that team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coach the 2010 girls chicken nuggets. <laughs> PRCL. <laughs> PRCL. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's always one of the exciting parts is, uh, you know, with the um, – the team names, the team uniforms, that's always definitely going to be a show. Um, definitely interested to see what the chicken nuggets wear. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we got, we're going to be selling gear. We'll be out there selling some Delaware Union gear. We got some great concession stands. We got Chick-fil-A out there that we're going to be selling. So uh, make sure, make sure you come out to the 3v3 tournament November 6th. We have a good yeah, time. The schedule will be released very, very soon. That's right. The schedule is going to be released soon. Um, you can keep up to date with us on facebook.com slash Delaware Union at Delaware Union Soccer on Instagram and on Twitter at the Union Soccer. That's also where you can go and vote for the goals and saves of the week, um, which is blowing up week two. I think we're running out. We're ready to announce the winner. Yeah. Uh, for, for week two. And we got a little drum, drum roll, roll, please. Actually, hold on. 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 I actually might have um, I might have a uh, a uh, actually no, I have I have an applause. So we'll do an applause as soon as we're ready to go. I got an applause or cheering. All right. So for the goal of the week, the goal of the week, 
Uh, this might this is gonna be the first the first winners coming from the same team. Yeah, no, man. It, it's that coach. Something about that coach. Something about that coach. Uh, so from the 2011 boys PRCL team, both winners coming from the from the PRCL team. So the goal of the week, Chase Frank Morris. There it is. Yeah. All right. So Chase, congratulations. Uh, we will get you your Delaware or your Philadelphia Union scarf. Uh, we're going to get a Philadelphia Union scarf out to you. Uh, and Mr. Lucas Sarton with the save of the week for, from the 2011 boys PRCL team. So Luke and Chase, Luke and Chase get, uh, get, get the goals and save of the week. So congratulations. Something about, about that Dan Simmons coach. Something about soccer day and that, that just brings it out in the kids. He's just yeah. able to get the best out of them. And he's not even on Facebook, so I don't even know he knows about this contest. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he is, uh, but you definitely make sure you check out uh, Soccer Dan's MySpace page. Uh, <laughs> he's definitely on MySpace. <laughs> um, and he's got, he's, uh, he's at, at Soccer Dan on, uh, on AOL, AOL Instant Messenger as well. <laughs> there you go. He's still old school dial up internet connection out there. <laughs> Hit him up on the AIM. <laughs> see if you can see if you can catch them. <laughs> yeah, but no, seriously, the contest is, you know, this is week two, a lot of votes. Um, and it's good to see family members involved. It's good to see that little competitiveness between parents within the club, like, oh, vote for this kid. And then even if their kid's not up there, parents from the team are voting for their kids. So it's good to see um, you know, everybody chipping in and having a little friendly competition. And it's also good for the for the People that you know don't live in Delaware that can't make it to a game. It's exciting to see a clip of you know a nephew and niece, a grandson, granddaughter, cousin, state, cousin, uncle, neighbor, aunt, neighbor. former neighbor. neighbor, former neighbor, former neighbor from like Germany or something. Sure. <laughs> well, I, I I what's exciting to me is that um, I was talking to a parent and they were telling me that their their daughter was excited to play this weekend because she really wanted to find a way to find herself in one of those clips. So whether it's save of the week or a goal of the week. So, and, and I think she may have done that. So will that, you know, that gets released later this afternoon. Yeah. But, so and don't go out there just gunning and trying to be selfish to get on the goals of the week. Like, no, no, no. Don't try a to, lot of these don't, don't try to shoot from midfield. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, for example, Chase's goal this week, which is a really good play. It was just a good play. It was a team effort. Absolutely. And he was just in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So make sure, so. yeah, make sure you, and, it, and it's the same thing with the, uh, you know, with the saves of the week, you know, the goalkeepers do a really good job, but, you know, it might be a first, a good first save. And then someone's coming in for this clearance afterwards too, that that's important, right? Because if you, you get a great save, you make a great save, but then you get, you get scored on. Uh, you, we might not see a whole lot of those. I mean, my defenders have been talking to me about, or my goalkeepers have been saying, "Can we just play two in the back so they can make more saves?" Oh, you just you just trying to just trying to get the highlight reel going. <laughs> trying to get the highlight reel, hey, coach. Let's just go with two. We'll be all right. I'll make the six. Listen, coach. This gives us more opportunities to score more goals for the goals of the week, and at the same time, like, I'll I'll take the saves of the week. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Zavio, out here. Let's go. <laughs> That's what they've been lobbying for. So, 
That's right. That's right. So, uh, so make sure you make sure you vote on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Delaware Union or on Instagram at Delaware Union Soccer. Like the page. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you're if you're out there listening, subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, send us some comments, send us some some feedback. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we suggestions, we, guests. Yeah, you got a guest that wants to come on the podcast. Bring him out. Let's go. Topics. You want to come on the podcast? Come on, come on out. Just send us an email or send us a message. You know who we need to get on the podcast? Soccer Dan? No, the referee from the 2010 game. The GM? No, the referee from the 2010 boys game. Oh, the 2010 boys game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that was. <laughs> I have no idea who that was. Um, for the right. love of the game. For the love of the game. Um, all right. So um, moving on to some, some world news. We're gonna do a little little uh little potpourri. I like that. You like that? I like that word? Yeah, but we're gonna start domestic based first, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh so Carly Lloyd uh retires and it, it's kind of a weird thing. I feel like she's been retired for like three months. She's on this she like re- fa- farewell tour. <laughs> Didn't she just like like wasn't when she played in Philly supposed to be the end of it? No, that was the club retirement. Oh, that was the club. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was just the club retirement. No, so I was just like, retirement. I felt like the beginning of October she was done, and they were like, "Oh, she retired officially." I'm like, I think Carly Lloyd might be one of those players, you know, that's like those old bands that come back for one last reunion tour. One last reunion. <laughs> Carly Lloyd's just gonna come back. She's um, gonna start the first over thirty women's pro soccer league. Let's go. It, like I mean, she's the, not she's not done yet. So look, th- this is how I look at it in Argentina. They started a a a seniors like division that is like Boca Juniors and all the other clubs, and you got these former players who are like in their forties or in their fifties playing. It's a little slower pace. Yeah, but you know, you know what, man? To me, like that's my like that's my part of my childhood for some of those players, right? Like those are the guys I grew up with. Like I grew up watching. So you you tell me you give me a place where I can watch it, or I can go to a game. I am there. This so in Argentina they used to so the reserves team used to play. So the reserves tournament in Argentina is exactly the same thing as the first division tournament. It's the same schedule. So you know, whoever against whoever plays a reserves game, and they also play their first team game. And it used to be back in the day, it used to be that the reserves game would play in the stadium right before the first team game. So when you showed up early, you got to watch the reserves game. I'm saying bring bring the seniors in there. Bring that bring that senior tournament in there before before I you you get you get the crowds in there. I'm, I'm saying I think we talked about this before. Call Ice Cube. He's got the big three. He's got the big three. That's right. Yeah. You need a big like five aside. They used to do that too. That was it was in our, in South America they had they had that thing called a show ball. Used to play in like an ice hockey rink. Yeah, and I would just travel, like just how he does the big three, just hit different cities, you know, go to yeah. Vegas, go to LA, go to Philly, go to Charlotte, go to Atlanta, just go to all these cities. And you get like a couple teams, and you know, you put in a David Beck and you put in a Carly Lloyd, like, dude, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. So, you know, maybe onto something. I don't have the bankroll to 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 you ain't got <laughs> start ice cubes. This you don't have ice cubes number. I don't have Ice Cube's number. I don't have Ice Cube's bank account, but 
uh, that might be something that we're on to because I know they've tried indoor soccer. That might not be it. It may be bringing in these stars that we talk about these stars coming to the MLS. Could we do it? Could we do it as a, could we do it? Could we start it locally? Could we do a big play for free? Big, no, big three Delaware. Big, big five Delaware. (laughs) Big five Delaware. We bring back all the Delaware stars of players. (laughs) Former. Yeah. Chad comes back and plays. (laughs) Soccer Dan. Soccer Dan. Yeah, we get them all back. There we go. Let's get it. Let's do it. We'll do it by club. We'll do it. We'll do a friendly club tournament. Bring either that or by high school. What if we did it by high school? Because that's how it used to be, right? Back in the day, by by high school. What if your high school doesn't exist anymore? Oh, I don't know. We can still bring it back. Still bring it back. Still bring it back. Old dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Just still bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's find a way to do it. Hey, well. Halftime show at the Diamonds this year or next year will be the uh, <laughs> the the Big Five. We'll do it. We'll do uh, Dover versus Sally's uh, class of nineteen ninety. <laughs> you got to pull some of those guys out of the pub. <laughs> yeah, let's find. Let's figure out what uh, we'll we'll do. Four years. You you get a four year. You get a plus four and a minus four. You get eight years of uh, of players. Players for a class of 1990. So if you graduate in 86, you're in. If you graduate 94, you are in. You're in. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, let's figure. I don't know. I'm just saying 1990. We'll figure it out. Let's figure out uh what soccer day is graduation day. Or what are you a year that you graduate high school? Let's do plus four. Or minus he's four. good in 90. 90, he's around there. I think he's like 91, 92. Perfect. So that means Chad's good around that time. Chad's uh, good. Perfect. We're good to go. I like it. I'm all I don't know anybody else that graduated. Doesn't matter. I just want to watch Chad and Dan play. <laughs> I've seen Chad play. I remember last year when it was cold outside, Chad was like, oh, I got to get moving a little bit, getting his touches in, like trying yeah. to juggle and all this stuff. He still got it, man. He still got it, right? Yeah. So, all right. So, Carly Lloyd, back to Carly Lloyd. I don't know where we went. This weird tangent of creating our own Delaware Big Five alumni senior game, senior league. Um, all right, so Carly Lloyd retired uh, against a team or against, uh, was it uh, South Korea, right? Yeah, South Korea. Yep. Comes out, it's like 2 nothing, right? Yeah, it comes out. Uh, so she does a couple of things. So she takes off her cleats in the middle of the field, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, what if the goalkeeper, what if the referee came in and gave her a yellow card for improper, saying, like we're, improper, we're improper, you know, improper equipment, right? And time wasted. <laughs> um, it's a red and time, card. And time wasting. Yeah. Oh, man. Double yellow. <laughs> it's a way to leave the field. That's a way to retire, right? I mean, I think, if you're, I think if you're a center back, if you're like one of those like bone crunching center backs, so you're retired. You're re- got to go out. You're re- yeah, you got to retire on a red card, right? <laughs> that's your last game is you got to uh, I mean, go- look how Zidane left. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But he wasn't a, he wasn't a bone crunching center back. Yeah, he was just a head butting center mid <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so so carly lloyd retires um you know she she moves out removes her number 10 jersey and underneath it re, you know her new jersey says hollands which is uh which is her her um husband's last name uh you know to signify it's her next chapter of her life um uh so yeah so you know good for her she comes in or alex morgan comes in uh, you know, she comes out in the 65th minute. 
Um, and the U.S. thrashes South Korea at that point. <laughs> yeah, after that, yeah. <laughs> they put the gas pedal on. They were just trying to get Carly that last goal, I think. I mean, she's when she scored. Well, but then after that, like you know, Alex Morning comes in and actually scores the goal too and gets an assist. So, yeah. Then they put in their starting eleven. Yep. So, um, so it's a really, it's a really cool. It's you know, it's good for her. I think you know they. It's, uh, um, it, it's good for her. She had a great career. Hopefully, she finds a way to stay involved uh, in soccer. You know, she's from New Jersey. She still lives in New Jersey. So hopefully she comes back. Coach at Delaware Union. You trying to coach at Delaware Union, Carly? (laughs) I just drive over the Memorial Bridge. She's from South Jersey, right? You trying to drive to Middletown? (laughs) She's from South Jersey. You want to drive to Middletown, Carly? We got you. Don't worry. You know, you you like New Balance? (laughs) We'll hook hook you up. (laughs) I mean, she's got the she's got the pull to switch it, switch our brands again. Yeah, yeah, it's true. No, we're we're happy with New Balance. Yeah, but but yeah, so uh, so yeah, so Carly Lodge retired. So now we we live in the post, just like we recently lived um, in the post um, Abby Wambach era. Now we live in the post Carly Lodge era. Yeah, so who's gonna be the next person to fill her shoes? I don't know. Is she on the national team or is she coming up? Uh, I mean, Cam Macario is on the national team. So is she yeah. the next Carly Lodge? She's the next Kat Macario, man. Just, just herself. Is she the next face of the United States? That's all I want to know. Like I, before, it was Landon Donovan. Yep. Now it's Christian Pulisic. Yep. Well, so, Brendan Aaron. Okay. It's Christian Pulisic. Brendan Aaron is the face of the U.S. soccer. No. Maybe. Maybe Giorena. No, it's Christian Pulisic. Actually, you know who the face of U.S. Soccer is? Weston McKinney. No. Mm-mm. Who is the face of U.S. Soccer? Sebastian Lejet. Who is the ultimate? <laughs> Just Sebastian Lejet. No, he's not the face of U.S. Soccer. He, he is. He is everywhere. He's in. He's in all of it. Um. All right, so let's uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to uh, to some other news. Barcelona, finally, finally got finally. Oh, finally! And this is okay. So let's let's back up for a second. It also sounds mean to say it that way because it means that we want a colleague, right? And we we can refer ourselves to as we're soccer coaches, right? As another soccer coach, we want him to get fired. We don't, right? That's not necessarily the, but. We wanted, As, him, we wanted him to resign his position because he was not handling getting, the demands of the job properly. Yes, yes absolutely. Uh, so, Ronald Koeman, adios, sir. Um, goodbye. Hasta luego. Uh, uh, yeah, so Ronald Koeman's Please. out. Now, Sergi Barjuan is in from, uh, from Barcelona B. He has a, um, he's just kind of a filler for now, tentative placeholder want to be a filler too until until who knows comes who comes in now at the same time though sergi sergi comes in here and uh you know pulls out pulls out three wins <laughs> filler sergi sergi for life filler uh no so i mean the, the obviously the big topic of conversation is who's going to come in and fill the the shoes of of uh of ronald kuman at, at barcelona 
Uh, obviously, the the big the big name is is Xavi Hernandez to to come in. Uh, question is, is he going to live leave um, where he's at? I mean, he's in the Middle East. He's he's happy at Qatar. Weather's good. Weather's good. The team team plays well. He's got he's got cash money coming in. No one bothers him. Y'all broke over here. Yeah, he, it, smells, yeah, he, it smells like broke over here. <laughs> he's got to come in as a volunteer coach. I was gonna say they might ask him to take a pay cut. <laughs> pay cut? They might not pay him, and they might ask him to line the fields, cut the grass. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of coach. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But in, right, now, right off the right off the bat, um. He comes in and he brings in uh, two two Barcelona B players, Abdi uh, Azelzuli, Ezalzuli, and then Alvaro Sanz are coming into first team training today. Um, so is he saying that uh, Carmen wasn't listening to his suggestions? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but my hope, considering they have a lot of injury problems, so Ansu Fati is out again. For a little bit, Sergio Roberto is out. Um, so could we receive the return? Finally, could we see him in the starting lineup? Or could we see him get more than ten minutes? Could we get? Could we get finally? <laughs> could we finally get Ricky Pooch on the field? What positions do these uh, Barcelona B guys play? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Abdi is uh, a left winger, and uh, Alvaro Sanz is a center mid. Uh oh, got competition in there. No, I look at it. I look at it in the sense that he's coming in to take the bench spot for Ricky Pooch, as Ricky Pooch is now in the starting <laughs> eleven. We'll see. Um, no, I mean, it, hopefully, this guy. I mean, this guy. He's been in the system, so he. He's seen the players. He's seen the guys that have played for him move on and all those t- things. So hopefully, um, you know, he'll be able to move the squad around. He'll be able to be observant. And I'm guessing he already knows the philosophy and the model of Barcelona. It's not like you have to teach it. So, you know, maybe he does a good job. Maybe he gets his job, keeps the job at the end of the year. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. see. Maybe he's all the right. next Pep Guardiola. Maybe. He might be. Um, all right. So we're going we're gonna to stay in Europe. Uh, so FIFA has announced that apparently they had a technical, like the international FA board, which is the rules committee board that is headed by Arsene Wenger, um, had a meeting and they are proposing to use a, uh, a new technology called Hawkeye, which apparently is going to be. Um, determining, determine the exact body positions of every player on the field by measuring 29 different body points. Um, and it's going to be accurate to four centimeters, which is very, very small. Um, supposed to be more precise than VAR cameras. And this is going to potentially be implemented in the 2022 World Cup to measure offsides. So offsides will be somewhat robotically assisted. Or using technology for rough, for offsides call. Um, I still, I, I still don't really know how I feel about this stuff. It takes the human error out of the game. It but takes the not, human element. But is that not part of the game? 
like VAR, I think you need VAR, right? If if somebody does something behind the play, you thought you saw it, you might not have saw it, you want to confirm it, yeah. But this is just like, and then like it kind of takes the like just kind of how like VAR took the goals away. This is kind of like the same thing where it's just taking away. It's a good run. Maybe he's a fraction off sides, but like four centimeters is literally a fraction. Like it's not even an inch off sides. Yeah. Like it, it's it's that close. And I mean, you see, you kind of see the players' reactions. Like I think Ronaldo scored a goal against Liverpool. And I think he was like a fraction. He was barely off sides. Like it's a good run, but you can just see his frustration because in years past, it would have been a goal. The referee didn't see it. It was... Well, but here's the other question, right? So let's just let's just say, just to play, you know, on both sides of it for a second, let's just say the referee does make that call, and then they let's just say it's just a regular no VAR, but just a regular replay of the TV shows that he was off by a fraction. Then we're all saying, "Oh, it's a good call by the referee." Yeah, but then you're gonna get more. Are we watching the referee? Or are we watching the game? Well, and I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's a human error of it, right? So, like, if it's a good call, it's a good call. If it's missed, it's missed. If it's missed, it's because you're watching it, right? We're not watching it in slow motion, trying to figure out where the step was in the moment. Like, you're watching it for for what it is, right? For that moment of the game. And I think that's the that's the key. I think, you know, VAR, where it's helped in certain aspects of it, you know, from a PK standpoint, Penalty kicks now when they're taking <clears throat> the goalkeepers are are being reviewed or uh, so when they step and if their foot is on the line, I think you're seeing that more goalkeepers have adjusted their way of coming out and and diving or saving PKs to now match what that rule is, which ultimately helps. Right, that's the whole point is let's live within the rules, whether we like the rules or not. Let's just live within the rules. So, for example, I mean, and we're we're gonna, we're gonna kind of segue into the CONCACAF Champions League final, uh, Monterey beating Club America. You know, the goal that gets scored by Funes Mori for, for Monterey, which was ended up being the game winner, seven minutes in the game. Funes Mori receives a pass across the box. When the player from Monterey passed the ball, Funes Mori is offside, but the Club America defender Attempts to hit the ball, miss hits the ball, goes in between his legs, and then Funes Mori gets it and gets. So the VAR re- reviews the play, and because of the new offside rule, that if the defending team attempts, makes an attempt on the ball, and hits the ball, then that player from the other team is no longer in offside position because it's a deliberate playing of the ball. It's, yeah. which is different than a deflection. That wouldn't have counted as a deflection if there was a deliberate attempt to actually play the ball. You're actually lunging for the ball. You're actually going <laughs> to make an active play. Which would have I mean, made I, get, I don't. I don't think offsides is ever going to be perfect because everybody interprets. Like You're going to see a referee that says, well, yeah, that was a deflection. But no, he made a deliberate play on the ball. Like I, I think that's the difficult part is that everybody sees the game different. Yeah. Like I mean, we see it on the sidelines when we coach. Yeah. You know, coaches say kick and run. Oh, it's a great play. We're just sitting there like, dude, you just kicked the ball, ran as fast as you could. Right. Like 
it, it's never going to be perfect. I think I just find, I mean, maybe the robot simplifies it, but I think you just lose that human error. I'd like to see how many goals, like not saying soccer, like we want to see these five, nothing, five, three games, but how many goals have been taken away? Like are the average goals down across the board? Well, ask the U.S. women's national team in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Like are the number of goals <clears throat> scored down because of VAR? Yeah, that, that part I'm not entirely sure. Um, or have they gone up as a result of there being PK, more penalties PK, and more free PKs kicks and things like that? Yeah. That would be interesting to see. What I'd like to see is if there's more red cards or not. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if anything, that should deter you away from like this should it should be it should go the other way around, right? It should be less red cards. I mean, you still see like that sneaky stuff. Well, you thought it was sneaky. That's my point, what? right? That shouldn't that shouldn't happen anymore. Should happen less and less. It probably does. I mean, when you get karate chopped in the side of the neck, and, <laughs> and then you so, fall down like you got stung by a bee or something, and, <laughs> and then you look like a fool on TV because you, you <laughs> chop somebody. Uh. So yeah. So so big congratulations to Monterey. For winning the uh, CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, Club America don't be coming into Philly like that anymore. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? So, Monterey moving on to the Club World Cup at the end of the year. February, right? February, oh, yeah, I guess it is February. This, yeah, it's February not. Yeah, That's not what the, uh, the uh, linesman thing is going to get piloted in February with that. Yeah. So, this will be the, this is the fifth title the fifth time that Monterey has won it. They won it in 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2019. Took a little hiatus and said we're back. Yeah, yeah, we're, we, are, we are back in it. Um, all right, so let's talk about Josh Cavallo. Cavallo. Um, so if you're not familiar with, with Josh Cavallo, uh, Josh Cavallo is a player who plays at Adeline. Uh, in Australia, and um, he's an Australian soccer player. He's 21 years old, and he is the first. And I'll and I'm gonna make sure I'm I'm saying this right. He is the first uh, openly gay player who plays at the top level of professional soccer. Um, because if I believe that there is there's a player in the USL. Robert Rogers up. came out. Well, we had we talked about this before with um with Landon Donovan's team from the USL, and he hasn't he has a gay he has an openly gay player on his team. Um, but so now Josh Cavallo comes out as the first player to come out um at the top level of a top league in, in his country, uh, which would earn the respect I think for from a lot of players, um. Antoine Griezmann came out in, in support. Same with PK. Um, and same with uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, which is good. It's a good step. Yeah, Zlatan's not of approval. Yeah, which is a good, which is a good step in the players hopefully having the, the courage to to share to share their to share their story and and you know be open with with who they are. I, I think that's that's the that's the important part right now. This is we have to we have to 
we have to move into a place where we are inclusive and we are open and it, and it, it doesn't have to change the way you play. It doesn't have to be the change, the way it changed the way people look at you. It just is what it is. Right. It's just, just part Instead of, of holding it all inside. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just part of, it's just part of who you are. Um, so, you know, there, there, there shouldn't be anything different in the way that people look at him. There shouldn't be anything different to play that people play against them or his teammates play with them. Like it should just be part of life. Right, it should just be just part of that. So whatever's building up inside of you, just come out. Yeah, just so move move forward. Right. Yeah. So big congratulations to to Josh for having that courage. Um. All right. So we're gonna move on to the player of the match. Uh, my player of the match is uh, Dyron Aspria. Now we talked about Puskas before. Dyron might might try to lock it in, man. Dyron Espria scores a a bicycle kick from outside of the box for Portland to to win their game the other day. So Dyron Espria gets my player of the match because that was just a pretty cool. You don't trying see that often. Like, trying to be like the Ibrahimovic. Yeah, man. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to get the Puskas award. Who's your my player play- of the match? Player of the match is going to go to uh, sorry for you, man. United fans out here, Mo Salah, um, great guy, scored three, scored a hat trick against Man United this weekend. Um, but also a class act off the field. I don't know if you've heard this, Sebastian, but I think in Egypt they are doing like a Mo Salah like history class, really. They're teaching the history of Mo Salah on the field and and also a lot of the stuff that he's doing off the field in their schools in Egypt. So, um, you know, great guy, great role model, um, you know, world-class player, but doesn't live like that superstar lifestyle. Like you would think he does. Like he doesn't, he's not out here partying. He's not, you know, coming to the U S like Neymar was, <laughs> like just kind of just so him and Sadio Mane, just world-class guys, real humble guys giving back to their country. So yeah. Player of the match. Nice. Solid. nice. Chelsea, oh. you should have kept them. <laughs> Um, like we, 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 we skipped one big piece of news as you brought up most solid it, it reminded me of it Um, we skipped one big piece of news the Carabao Cup, Cup is going to have a new winner after four years oh yeah Man City got knocked out by West Ham yeah Man City got knocked out and if we if we would have recorded this podcast on uh, on Thursday instead of uh, or no on Tuesday Tuesday or Thursday one of the two days we would have had on this day in history would have been the last time that Manchester City had lost a game in the Carabao Cup. But uh, yeah, now they they lost to West Ham and PKs. Phil Foden with a big miss with a goal. Uh, and uh, now the Carabao Cup will have a new winner. Man, Zach Steph is going to be searching for some game time. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he didn't make a save on the PKs. You got to make some saves, man. You want game time, you got to make saves. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Um, I also heard it's rumored that the Premier League could be moving to five subs soon. Oh, perfect. So, because again, I think that the injuries are starting to pile up with them just having the three subs and and they're being able to make additional changes in other leagues. to just have fresher legs and just keep the injuries down. Yeah, right. So that may also help. Well, I don't know that Zach Steph is going to get any game time subbed in off the bench. But a kid like Cole Palmer, who scored 
a banger during the Champions League window. Yeah. Get some additional minutes. There you go. First right. touch of the game. On this, on this day in history, okay, so on this day in history, October 29th, we are going to have a um, so different on this day in history. All right, so I'm going to give you three names. Okay? I'm going to see if you know them. Uh, Robert Pires. P-I-R-E-S? Mm-hmm. P-R-I-E-S. From Portugal or something like that? France. France. Remember the name sounds familiar? I can spell it. Yeah, it does sound familiar. Okay. I can see his name. What about Philippe Koku? Philip who? Koku. C-O-C-O-U? C-O-C-U. It's like Milan? Uh, nope. No? Mm-mm. No, you're thinking, you're thinking of... Uh, Kaku? You're, you're thinking of... Um, you're thinking of the Brazilian player. No, different player. Uh, no, this is Philip Kuku. And then I'm going to give you a third name. Henry Clarkson. Carlson, sorry, Carlson. Carlson. No? No. All right. So, do you have any idea of what these three players have in common? They all score goals. Um, Kind of. They all were born on October 29th. Oh, really? Yeah. So, we'll give you a little history on each player. Uh, So... Henry Carlson, a player from Sweden, was born October 29th, 1917, played for um, played back in the 30s and 40s, uh, mostly known for his time in, at uh, AIK, uh, who I'm, I'm sporting their flag or their uh, their scarf right behind me, and also spent time at Atletico Madrid and played for the Sweden national team. Then we got Philip Koku, also born in October 29th, but in 1970, and he is from the Netherlands. Um, in his his career, um, he was known for having played at Vitesse uh, for a long time and also at Barcelona for a very long time. Uh, at one point, Philip Koku was uh, the player with the most foreign player with the most caps um, in Barcelona until, you know, somebody else took it over. Yeah, I wonder who that was. I wonder who it was. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Philip Cocu left Barcelona in 2004, then played at PSV before Barcelona, PSV after Barcelona, uh, and then also played for the Netherlands national team. Uh, Dutch. And then Robert Pires. Um, from France, uh, played at Mets in the '90s, and then in 2000s played at Arsenal for for six years. 189 caps at uh, or appearances at at um at Arsenal scored 62 goals, and then played at Villarreal, and then a short stint at Aston Villa and short stint at FC Goa. So, and then obviously played on a national team, and was a World Cup champion. In 1998. 98. So, there you go. Happy birthday to those three guys. Well, or I mean, Henry Henry Carlson is uh, has passed away. 
uh, because he was also born. It's a happy birthday to him. Let's see him juggle a hundred four times today. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, he, I'll go juggle one hundred four times for him and Carlson. He was. Uh, he passed away at the age of eighty-one uh, in nineteen ninety-nine. So yeah. So on this day in soccer history, happy birthday to, to those three guys. Uh, fair play of the week. All right, I'm. A, I'm gonna stump you with my fair play of the week this week. No, no shot, no shot that you know my fair play of the week. Um, all right. Do you know a guy by the name of Pablo Silva? I do not know a guy named Pablo Silva. All right. So Pablo Silva in 2014. Okay. In 2014. Is watching the World Cup, which happened in 2014 in what country? Brazil. Brazil. So he's watching the World Cup in Brazil. And he has an idea. He says, huh, I wonder if there's a way for referees to mark temporarily the 10 yards for players to back away. Right? right. So, so Pablo Silva invents the, uh, the little spray the referees use. Pablo Silva is from what country? You want to take a guess? Say that again. Sorry. What what country do you think Pablo Silva is from? Brazil. Hmm. Not Brazil. Portugal. Not Portugal. Silva. Oh my gosh! There's, he's got to be the only Silva from Argentina. <laughs> so Pablo Silva is from Argentina. Um, and he invents. Him and his uh, him and uh, his friend Jaime Alemane uh, invent the air, this little spray that referees use. So he comes up with this deal with the former Argentinian FA president who passed away. Um, and the, and he's gonna and he, at the time he was also the uh, vice president of FIFA. He tells him he's gonna give him twenty million dollars to basically have the patent at FIFA and FIFA's to use it for everything that they want that was one of those like handshake deals on a paper napkin kind of thing doesn't really work out but fifa uses the aerosol or the little spray which we see it in all the leagues right everyone has a little little spray well pablo silva decides to sue fifa for uh you know copyright infringements uh unexpected you know, compensation for using his product and something like that. Well, uh, he won the lawsuit yesterday. $120 million. Let's go, Pablo. <laughs> got an extra 100 mil on top of it. So, so well, no, he never got his 20. That's the problem. That's why he sued. <laughs> well, you knew you weren't getting the 20. Yeah. So, so Pablo Silva, uh, congratulations to you, sir. Fair play of the week for suing FIFA and winning. And also, and I, want my, and I want to be paid today. And also, just for the fact that you invented the uh, the little spray that everyone uses. I don't care if Cristiano Ronaldo's paycheck doesn't cash today. I want my 120 mil. Yeah. So, fair play of the week goes out to Pablo Silva. Uh, who's your fair play of the week, Dwayne? Fair play of the week is going to go to Christian Erickson. Um, you know, hopefully, 
right now he's going through a tough time. You know, obviously we know what happened to him over the summer at the Euros. Um, but now he's not able to play in Italy. So hopefully he continues to rehab and do all the right things. And the medical staff treats him as he searches for a place to play because he wants to continue his career. Just will not be in Italy for Inter. Yeah, that's right. So hopefully so, Erickson can play again. Maybe it's time for him to come to MLS. I don't know what their rule is on ICDs. That I have no idea. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big gamble from an insurance standpoint. Yeah. Big gamble from an insurance standpoint. Well, so, if you find a team that's sponsored by an insurance company, <laughs> you might be all right. You might be okay. Uh also want to give a shout out the State to, Farm Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the fan at the Philadelphia Union game. We're in a Tennessee United Parker. So I'm thinking we're in the Nashville side. So I'm thinking he's here with Nashville. This dude at the end of the game takes off the park. It's like, I'm part of the union. I got the union shirt on and I got the union pants. So I said, dude, what in the world on the bandwagon? Tennessee United. Uh, that's, uh, that's Tennessee United's in around Nashville, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yep. I'm a union fan. I work for the union. I said, so why do you have on this Tennessee United jacket sitting in the away section? Were you expecting friends? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny that's really funny uh tennessee united good for him all right uh well thanks for joining us this week and remember always receive the ball on your front foot <laughs>